Hey, Black girls, and welcome to the second episode of Black Girl Magic. Today, we're talking with Tierra Boyd, the owner of Essie Queen Healing Spa. This spa not only offers traditional things like bikini waxes and mani and pedis, but they also offer bajacials, yoni steams, chemical peels, dermaplaning, and more. Miss Tierra uses social media to fuel her career and express her message to her SD queens. After officially opening her third location in Hamtramck, she was met with some major pushback from the city officials. So our queen took it to social media and then she took it to the streets. She used socials to fuel her mission and she has no plans on stopping anytime soon. So ladies, grab your tea, coffee, cocktail, whatever you like to sip on. Sit back and join in on the conversation. Tierra, thank you so much for joining us today on our Black Girl Magic podcast. We are so happy to have you. Thank you for having me, beautiful. Of course. So I have to introduce you to our audience. Tierra Boyd is the owner of SD Queen Healing Spa, and she offers traditional things like bikini waxes, mani-pedis, but she also offers vajayshows, yoni steams, chemical peels, dermaplaning, and more. She uses creative social media videos, skits, and other things to express her message to her SD queens. And after officially opening her third location in Hamtramck, she was met with some major pushback from the city officials. So my girl took it to the streets and she used social media to fuel her mission. It worked temporarily, but she still has work to do. So Tierra, welcome to season one, episode two of Black Girl Magic, The Social Black Girl. I love it. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we are so excited to have you and to get into this conversation. We like to start the Black Girl Magic podcast off with a quote that relates to you and your mission. So this one is from our lovely Madam CJ Walker. And she said, I had to make my own living and my own opportunity, but I made it. Don't sit down and wait for opportunities to come. Get up and make them. And I felt like that yep. just described you perfectly. Oh, thank you. Look at me. About to cry. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it, girl. You deserve all of your flowers. And that's what our goal is here on Black Girl Magic, to just give you all of the accolades, all of the flowers, all of the sparkle and shine that you need because you give that to other Black women. Yes, most definitely. Yes, so let's get into these questions, girl. So, being a Black woman business owner takes such creativity and patience and bravery. Tell me about the early moments in your career when you were building the brand. Did you think when you went into esthetician school that it was going to be all of this? No, not at all. just to fix my skin because I was having a major breakout from working inside of the factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, the dermatologist, y'all not doing nothing. I'm tired of this medicine y'all giving me that's not doing anything for my skin. I'm going to figure it out myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before I even went to esthetician school, I actually did go to pre-med at Wayne State. 
Mm. And yeah, okay, that did not work out for me. It was not my thing. Um, so somebody told me like, well, maybe you should just go to esthetician school. Like, you know, that's shorter. You still pretty much doing the same thing. You just can't prescribe. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm like, that's it. And I went and I just did not think I was going to be the top of the class, the first person to do this, the first person to do I, I did not expect any of that to happen. And that's where I realized like, oh, so this is my passion. Mm-hmm. Like, because... Thing, like we we all do things for a reason. Like I went to school to fix my own skin, mm-hmm. but not knowing that this will be a lifelong situation, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then you fall in love with with the people you meet. You fall in love with the things that you learn, and it's like this is what I was meant for. So of course I had a big ugly moment of pustules all over my face, but that was the beginning to the greatness, you know. Yeah, and it seems to be a theme with you that you have to go through the hard times so that way someone else doesn't have to. That's yeah, what I'm noticing with you. Yes, that is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I be trying to tell people, like, be easy with me. Like, be, be because I know for a fact another lesson is about to come that mm-hmm. I have to learn for somebody else to teach and help somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have to just really, like, you know, scroll through life real, real easy, real delicate and still maintain, you know, my sanity with learning all of the lessons that I learned. It's like I'm a hard-headed learner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hard-headed <laughs> learner. But you learned the lesson, right? Most definitely learned. Girl, what? <laughs> yes. And so tell us about when you first began, because I know that your first location was out the kitchen. So tell me about that process. Yes, ma'am. Um, so I had this big home at the time. Um, let's start off here. Like, let me just give you the whole rundown. Yes. So I, I um, got enrolled for esthetician school. I had recently um, had got admitted into the hospital. Um, but the day before I got admitted into the hospital, I had got robbed, like, with the AK. A man pulled up on me and robbed me with a whole AK. I was like, you know, for one, I'm I'm a terrible person to rob because I got questions. Um, <laughs> so he pulled up with an AK, and I'm like, why do you have this AK? Like, what did I do to you? You don't even know me to pull the AK on me. Wow. Um, so he like, you know, that, that was that. He got tired of me. He left me alone. He told me to get in my car and leave. Sure enough, I sure did. Um, the, the next Tia. day I had surgery. Yes, that's what happened. Where were you at? Girl, on 8 Mile and Mile. <gasps> yes. Wow. So yeah. were you at a gas station or something? I was at a bar. I ain't had no business. I was with my friend. She wanted to go check up on her boo. And I knew I should have never went with her. And the girl, checking up, trying to check up on her boo and the guy robbed. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is still all leading up to you going to esthetician school. Yes, girl. Had surgery the next day after I got robbed. Mm. Mind you, all of this stuff is holding me. Like, it, it could have held me back to not even go to class. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could have been so, so defeated. I could have been so hurt that I just, I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next week, it did not stop me. I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm going. I'm, I have to go. Like, 
all of this happening to me right now is for a reason. So I'm gonna make this work. Yeah. Um, I went to school the next week. Um, I had I was applying for a home during all of this time, and then I had got approved for the home like my third day in school. Um, so that was a big thing for me. And I'm like, you know what? When I get into this house, one of these rooms is I'm about to practice. I'm about to just do my work at home in here. Um, and I got good enough. And when it was time for me to graduate, I was like, okay, I did what I had to do for my skin. My skin is perfect. I don't need to do anything else. But I had gained clientele in school. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I was even awarded to have the most clientele mm. in school. Yeah, so they like, no, you're not about to just stop this and not do nothing with this. Like, this isn't it. And I'm like, okay, I guess I can use that room that I set up and just start taking y'all there and to see if this is really what I want to do, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it was just the relationships that I built with people. And, like, you've been to the spot in Hamtramck. It feels like home, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but it started off at home. Mm -hmm. So people are used to getting that home feeling from me because they started at home with me. Yes. Um, so that's, that's where that feel is going to consistently happen in SD Queen Spies. Golly, Tierra. You, are you writing a book? Because you gotta sure, write yes, a book. <laughs> the things that happen to you, the stories that you tell me are just off the wall. I swear. Girl, <laughs> So you get into Hamtramck. Like you said, it, it does have that homey feel. It's very warm in there. It's very cozy. Uh -huh. Tell us about the, and I know it's a long story, but tell us about the fight that you have with the government. And for people who don't know, Hamtramck is a, sub-city to Detroit, and it's home to a lot of Polish, Yemeni, Albanians. Uh -huh. It's a lot of, it's like very multicultural, but the black community is very small there. Yeah, so the black community, um, most definitely we are considered the minority no matter where we go. Mm -hmm. um, but we're really the minority in Hamtramck. Um, so I was not aware of this prior to come, bringing my business to Hamtramck. Mm -hmm. All I knew is that I grew up not far from Hamtramck. Um, I grew up on Seven Mile under Quinder. And Hamtramck had diversity. Mm -hmm. I never saw it as a place of um, racism, mm -hmm. um, combative like I, I just never saw it in that way mm -hmm. um so open my business the city told me things i had to do to um you know get all my paperwork to operate my business and when i went through that process they like oh we have to have a meeting to zone your spa because it's zoned for multi-use it was once a bar um like it, it was just a lot so it had to be zoned for a spot and it wasn't supposed to be a big thing at all it was supposed to be a 20 minute phone call um, Zoom call. I was supposed to get my variance because, mind you, I had paid for all of these things. And explain um, what a variance is. So a variance is um, I can't I can't go into a grocery store and operate a hair salon. Okay. So the place is zoned in that city for a uh, for a market or for a grocery store. So we have to rezone it for this new business to operate in this facility. Okay. Um, so I had to get changed from a bar to a spa, pretty much. 
pretty much. Okay. Um, so that's easy, right? Because we all know crazy things happen in bars. So a spa is, is way, you know, not even on that same caliber. No. So transferring it over to that is super easy. No big deal. No, that did not happen at all. The city of Pam Tramick straight up like, we don't know what type of people she gonna bring. We scared for our children's lives. We mm. don't want her here. Like it was just on and on and on and on. And mind you, I actually, um, since the, the call was supposed to be so simple and sweet, I was on my way to the store. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, I can handle this business call while I go make my runs. Girl, I had to stop and put all this, like, I just stopped. I, I put my buggy to the side and I went back to my car and mm. I cried. Mm. Because I'm like, am I hearing what I'm hearing? Like, we all have dealt with racism in some form of fashion. Mm-hmm. But it becomes a thing where certain times we can just brush it off and move forward. Mm-hmm. But that was uh, that was the first time in my life where racism hit me hard. Mm-hmm. And yes, we know it exists, but damn. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like... Yeah. Can I can I do something? Can I can I live? Like why are you trying to hold me down so bad when all I am trying to do is make a living and make women feel good? Why is that threatening to you? Yes. Yes. And it it hurts so bad because these comments were made after I had already been there for a few months. Right. Operating. Yeah. And for somebody to say, um, we don't know what type of people she's going to bring. It was like, the people that pay. Like, (laughs) what do you mean? Like, these aren't, (laughs) these aren't, like, my clientele base are amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I've been fortunate enough to have the clientele that I have. Mm -hmm. And... Like, no, like you, these people are mentors. These people are administrators. These people, they have high positions. So it was like, how dare you speak on my people like this? Yes. And I'm in a community. If you want to be honest, this community does not have, um, this community doesn't have disposable income as my clients do. Mm. So it's like you can't even afford the services that I offer, but yet you're concerned about my people. Mm. Let's talk about that. Come and get these services every other week at yes. once a month. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. who are you to judge? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody at all. So tell us how you use social media to help fuel because my baby had the flyers. She had the petition. She was on the news. Tell us about that because that led you to another unlikely position that you were never thinking about. Okay. Um, so I had hit up a few people. Um, I had hit up. Um, another esthetician at the time, um, Tish. Then I hit up the Healing Girls um, because at the time these were like this was my crowd at the time, mm-hmm. um, and they were my circle. So I'm like, what do I need to do, um, Tish? Like I got some people that that um, protest on a frequent basis. The Detroit Slut Walk. 
hit them up. I contacted New Era Detroit. I contacted uh, NAACP. I contacted the Fox 2 News because Fox 2 had recently did an interview on me as the first black spot in Hamtramck. Mm. Uh, so I had caught them back like, uh-uh, re-rock, we got to re-rock this. Yeah. Because <laughs> they coming for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, they wasn't move- Fox 2 wasn't moving fast enough for me. Um, so I had hit, hit um, like the boss up, whatever. I was like, look, I'm not playing. Y'all need to come out and do this story. Yes. Um, and I hit you up, you mm-hmm. know. Like, I hit everybody up that I could think of that I knew would voice the change. Yes. Um, and I signed, like, one of my friends in, where is she, where is she? I don't want to say North Carolina um, or Memphis. I got a lot of spy boss friends around the, around the globe, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my homegirls hit me up and was like, uh, a more body, she hit me up and said, put a petition up. And she sent me the link. She was like, sign up with this company and put this petition up right now. Um, and so I put it up. I didn't know it was going to get over three, 5,000 signatures. Mm. You know, like it just kept going and going and going and going. And um, people were coming and contacting me. And I'm like, well, let's do a, um, a protest. And people came out. We did two protests, one at City Hall so we can be heard. And the other one was in front of the mayor's um the mayor at the time, her business. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't care how y'all feel about me. You're going to hear me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not about to back down. Mm-hmm. You're not about to threaten me. You're mm-hmm. not about to scare me away. We're not doing that. Instead, instead, since you don't know what type of people I bring around, I'm going to show you the people that I have and the people that's going to come into this city, the people that don't stand for the BS. That part. So get it together. And um, it, it shut down a lot of uh, shut down a lot of a lot of stuff um, for a moment in Hamtramck. It shut it down. It was like, oh, so this is how she come in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the black and then girl. People, the black girl. Okay. Um, and so many business owners that had to end their business in Hamtramck, which I was not aware of, um, because they, they were either overcharged for rent and they couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, they were discriminated against. Somebody even told me their place was burnt down. What? Like, yes, yes, <sighs> yes. So it, 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 I was brought to light of the bigger problems that this city really had. Yes. And I'm like, what did I get myself in the middle of? Yeah. Um, so then I was appointed to become um, the member of the Human Relations Board of the city mm-hmm. uh, to create change and to um, come together with the diversity. Yeah. And it's like, hold on, y'all just throwing me for a loop. I was just discriminated against. <laughs> um, I'm up here doing protests. People up here telling, asking me to help them with their business. Now you telling me I'm a in politics? I'm a politician. Okay, like, from social media to social activist. Okay, what is going on? Here? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just it's it's a lot. I'm not gonna lie, it's a lot. But I'm thankful because my voice is helping other people's voices appear. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm really I'm really um, proud about that. I'm proud of you too, Tierra. I really am because it's 
it just shows once again how strong a black woman is and her drive and her passion because if this this could have easily been like you said something to make you stop make you to not go into work make you just be like okay you know what forget it i'm just gonna shut my business down and go somewhere else but you stood there and you fought your ground and you're still fighting to this day because it's not over no it's not it's far from it but we're gonna switch gears a little bit and talk about your social media skits and how you use that to create your own world. When did you mm-hmm. fall in love with acting and creative videos and how have they helped you over time? Um, videos, I would say I started that about, um, I wanna say like 2014 probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ended up starting a YouTube channel mm-hmm. And became successful with that. Um, but with YouTube, I was ahead of my time, honestly. And I got the notoriety and I hit all these goals on YouTube, but then I got scared because it's like I was just creating and doing these skits and videos, just being myself and, and realizing that people loved who I was. And when they would see me in public and like confront me, I would get scared. Mm. So at that time, I wasn't such an open um, person. Um, so it was kind of like if people would see me on the streets, I'm like, oh, my God, it's you from YouTube. And I'm like, Ugh. like, frightened. <laughs> yeah. So do you, do you think that you kind of use that, like, social media and the Internet to express yourself? And then yes. in person, like, you're a little... I want to take you as being shy, but at first, mm-hmm. like, you kind of are. Uh Like Uh it takes you like you're just very like smiling and like, you know, like soft spoken in the beginning. Because when I first Uh met you, that's how you was about it. And we was girl and kikiing and (laughs) stepping and clapping. (laughs) Yes, I'm most definitely I'm way better than I was back then. Mm -hmm. Um, So I actually did stop YouTube um, and and that's when I stopped being creative and now I'm back into it. So I'm very excited because I'm this new person now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an evolved, I, I evolved. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I get to be creative. And now when people come up to me, I'm not scared or nervous or anything. It's just like, I'm accepting now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I wasn't open to accepting before. Mm. Mm. And yeah. that, that brings me to, to the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is, This Black Girl Magic podcast, like I told you before, is all about giving Black women their flowers and holding out our hand to uplift other Black women. And like I said before, you do that, Tierra. So can you tell us a little bit about your mentorship programs and why that was important for you to implement that into your business plan? Um, Yeah, so the mentorship program I'm so excited about because I just know so many people are about to be moved and touched and I just can't wait to see what people do, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's like, ooh, what you gonna take from this? What you about to do? Um, mm-hmm. So I have different tiers of mentorship programs, um, one for high schoolers. Um, so I started mentoring back when I was probably like in the eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so for the Tri-County area, I was the first junior mentor in the, um, Oakland County. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I've been mentoring for a long time. Yeah. Um, and then I did Big Brother, Big Sister. Um, that was real big in my life. That's sweet. Um, 
So now it's like uh, I really wanted to focus on mentoring people with businesses and um, mainly people in the beauty industry Mm -hmm. um, to help guide them. So I have three different mentorship programs to like either if they want to learn how to become um, a better instructor and teacher, um, if they Mm want to expand on their business, Mm -hmm. I have a mentorship for that. And then I also have a mentorship program for people that just don't know and need to need help from the beginning to um, to the startup process. Right, right. So you have people on the ground level. Then you have even people yep. who are thinking about getting into it. Then you have people who are already established. Yeah, that's yep. that's beautiful. And then the other one is for my little league, which is for my high school girls. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be in the beauty industry, you're in high school. I'm, I'm mentoring them. Um, I have one parent who's like, yeah, outside of mentoring her to help her get into the beauty industry, I also need you to mentor her to be a better um, young lady because I don't want to lose my child. So I'm even helping mm. women with their children because they may feel like they're losing their child. To like, what? no, how to, to the streets, to mm. social media, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just like, how do we get her to or their their children how do we get them to have the self-confidence the self-love the self-respect mm-hmm. to not be lost in these streets yes because it's really um, it's really easy especially with all the things that uh-huh. we have nowadays with the instagrams and the ticky tocks and uh-huh. all of that yeah uh-huh. yeah every every last bit of it and um it's just like me personally, I know where I came from and I know how much mentorship was needed for me. Mm. Um, so I have to pass it forward. It's no way I can live my day-to-day life without doing mentorship. Like, I can't. Um, because it got me out the streets. Mm. So I got to do it. Definitely. And being a full-time business owner, now a political activist, a mentor... That takes a lot of energy, Tierra. And uh-huh. I know that you have like mixers and dating events like under the SD Queen name. How do you uh-huh. balance your social life with your business life? And what advice do you have for women for business women who need to ease back into the social scene? I find it I find it easier becoming social with like minded business people. Mm. Um, because if you become more sociable with like-minded people, mm-hmm. then you get to handle business and have fun at the same time with Boom. these people. Boom. That's it. It's a two for one. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> That's the formula. That's the formula right there. That's the formula. <laughs> yes. I love that. And how, how, be, how is your social life right now? How do you think you do it? My social life right now is a little bit sheltered. Okay. Uh, this time of year is is a little hard for me, so I try to like get in my little cocoon okay. because my people know January time that's my birthday. I'm popping back out and it's full force social. Mm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just I'm just um I'm recharging right now. Yes, and you deserve you deserve that because self care is. A big part of your business as well and uh-huh. you're the head of that so i i pray and i hope that you get the rest that in the re- rejuvenation that you need yes. and you, you want all of that 
Thank you. You're welcome, love. So now we're going into the next phase of our podcast where I have Black Girl Multiple Choice Questions. So these are going to be three questions kind of related to the topics that we've been talking about throughout the conversation, okay? Uh So the first question is, each of these Black girls use social media to take their career to the next level. Which one resonates with you the most? Cardi B with Instagram or Issa Rae with YouTube? Mm, I can't believe you just asked two, like two of the best two ones. Two of the best though. ones, girl, yes. <laughs> Jeez, because they are lit. Okay, um, right now I would say I'm in my Issa Rae. Okay, yes. I'm in, I'm in my Issa Rae bag right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so most definitely, but her, like, so that's my answer, Issa Rae. But Cardi, I have been following Cardi like before people knew who Cardi was. Okay, before the love and so, hip hop, before the teeth, before way before. Okay, <laughs> way before. And I'm just so like she she been lit. You know, she been speaking the facts. Like she been doing her thing and just being herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Everybody that knows me knows that I preach. Like, you can be yourself in this business. You do not have to change for anybody. Like, be yourself. You don't have to conform to what society is showing you. That part. And then that's what Issa Rae as well. Issa, like, it's her. It's, it, this is what it is. And she's handling her business. And I love the way she popped out in the scene. Like, yeah, y'all went in my business and now I'm married. And now like, I'm married. Let's talk about <laughs> it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> And Issa Rae, her creates her her creative mind is is so impactful to me. Definitely. And what I love about uh, Issa is that she also like like you up uplifts black creators and uplifts black uh, women. And she wants everybody to eat. She's that type just like you. That's like I got this table here. Pull your chair up, and then I'm gonna pull my uh-huh. chair up to your table too. And then we gonna eat at each other's tables, and uh-huh. we gonna eat at our own table. Yes, 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 most yes. definitely lover. So the next question is, which black women social activists keep you inspired the most? We have Angela Davis and her beautiful afro from back in the day. We uh-huh. have Angela Rye, the political commentator that gets me together every time she on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> or Amanda Seals, who also uses social media and the same type of tastic- tactics that Issa Rae used. Most definitely, it will be Amanda. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And it's just like, Amanda is, Amanda is like, she feels like home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Standing her ground, doing what she's supposed to be doing, handling business, but it's still home. Like, it feels good. Yeah. You know? Um. So, I'm, I'm going to go with Amanda for sure. Yeah, I love Amanda, too. All right, so my last question is, which of these songs would you consider your theme song of right now? We got Diva by Beyonce, Feeling Good by Nina Simone, or R-E-S-P-E-C-T by our good auntie Aretha Franklin. Um. Well, I actually played Nina Simone in the spa, so we're going to go with that one. Yes, yes, we got to go with the queen mother. Yes. We have to. Yes, I love that. And so my last question for you, Tierra, is what's next? We talked about your mentorship program. We talked about your business. But for you 
in general? What is next for you? Um, being on a yacht with <laughs> <laughs> Yes, mama, yes. Okay. <laughs> like, I am all out of here. Like, next year, I know I'm focusing on that mentorship, and that is cool and all, but my mentees gonna have to come with me next year because I'm dipping. Like, if y'all y'all want y'all want to you know get mentor, we gonna be mentoring on an island or something because baby gotta live too. Yes. So yes. And I'm looking forward to when you put together your first black girl retreat because I know that's coming for you as well. You know that's coming. Yes. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Tiara. I really, I always love talking to you and we can go on and on and on. But for right now, I think we had an amazing conversation. And thank you once again for sharing your Black Girl Magic with me and our audience. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this so much. We love you, girl. I could kiki with her all day. But for now, I hope you ladies enjoyed the second episode of Black Girl Magic, The Social Black Girls. I hope you learned a thing or two to take with you along your journey through life. Make sure you visit Tiara and her SD Queens at the Healing Spa and tell them that Black Magazine sent you. Stay tuned for our next episode where we talk with Latricia Wilder, the boss behind Detroit's Vibrite Cycle Studio. And trust me, ladies, this is a conversation that you won't want to miss. But until then, keep shining, girl. I see you.